1: It's Friday, it is May 17th, it's 2019, and we have 15 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. No 6 o'clock games, no 2 o'clock games, no nonsense, 15 games, a lot to talk about. I'm joined by my good friend, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing?
0: I am doing as good as can be expected, man. I've had a a rough week with some bad beats. And uh, even had a bad beat in the last minute of the Portland game. As good as uh, the single single entry stuff has been treating me or the single game stuff has been treating me for NBA. Man, just I just caught some bad beats here tonight in that game. So I'm going to shake that off. That's, that's got to go. Uh, time to get back on the winning side of this thing. So definitely ready to uh, break the slate down for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, my only bad beat was the top of the fifth inning for the Padres. They look like a Little League team. Um, it was the, one of the worst innings I've ever seen in my life at at, a major, at the Major League level, and I've watched a lot of baseball in my time. It was just, it was so ugly. Um, but yeah, ready to break down this slate. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links. That so you get three months of Roto-Grinders premium for Fantasy Draft. You'll also get any access to promos that we run with them. So if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. Tons of stuff going on over there. We're going to jump right in. we got a lot to talk about here today. It's Tampa at New York. It's it's Chirinos in the long relief role against CC Sabathia. Will, big slate, are we messing with this Tampa situation here?
0: No, not at all. Just not going to touch it.
1: That's kind of where I'm at. You know, I I, I think Torinos is one of the best that, you know, comes in in this relief type of situation. Uh, you know, when he's starting, he's really interesting, but not a spot that I'm going to attack here against the Yankees. A lot of power, great ballpark for hitters. This is not in Tampa, so I'm going to pass. And then CC Sabathia. We know what we're going to get from CC Sabathia. We're going to get five, five innings um, of, you know, a lot of ground balls, not a ton of strikeouts. Probably going to give up a couple home runs and – Call it a day.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, man. Um I I, I, I like the hidden environment here, but man, there are just so many other games that I, I think I'm gonna end up liking more. I, I, I do have some interest in Tampa Bay, but but overall, man, I'm just we gotta we gotta cut the cord somewhere. And I, I think this is one of the games I'm just gonna fade.
1: Yeah, you know, as far as like the Tampa Bats go. Like Garcia really stands out to me. He's more of a fly ball guy. You know, we know CeCe Sabathia gets a ton of ground balls, even though this year he's just been, you know, struggling just in general. Diaz and Garcia, probably my two play, favorite plays um, when it comes to Tampa. But I'm not going to stack Tampa here. It would be one-off plays, and if I just needed one of those guys to make, make something else work.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at, man. um... I, I do like Garcia, like you said, but just overall, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to trim the fat here. And as much, I actually do want to play Tampa because I know they hit the ball well and they're getting out of that part. But I, I just, I, I just think there are so many spots today. That it's just a game I'm going to cut out.
1: Um, moving to the other side, do we have any interest here in the Yankees um, against Torinos?
0: No. I, I don't have any interest in the Yankees either, man. I mean, you probably would think that I should. I mean, they've been hitting pretty well. Gary Sanchez is kinda on fire, but it's just gonna be a fade, man. Um I, I've got some teams that I feel like have a better shot at, you know, upper the upper eight to ten run category. And uh I, I just I just don't wanna waste roster spots on guys that, that I know I'm not gonna look at. But I mean Gary Sanchez looks good. Uh you know, Luke Voigt looks good, but I, I just I, – I think I'm going to fade him.
1: Yeah, Luke Voigt, Gary Sanchez, Torres, those are the guys that hit sinkers well. We know Torinos is going to throw a ton of sinkers. So, if you're looking at guys, those are the guys you're playing here. Um, you know, those are the guys that, you know, I think you're looking at. So, moving on, we got the Cubs and the Nationals. Uh, Cole Hamels against Max Scherzer. Um, any interest here in Cole Hamels?
0: No, not today. Uh, And Hamels has been pitching pretty well this season. Uh, He's a guy I've definitely used once or twice. Uh, I think it was against Miami. So uh, the best time to use him, and he's been pitching pretty well. But I I don't think I need Hamels here, Um, you know, because I mean he's ninety seven hundred, and I don't think today is the day to pay ninety seven hundred for Cole Hamels. I mean we've got Freed at eighty three hundred in a tough spot. We've got Gray at 85, uh, you know, Luke Casey at 8,200 against Pittsburgh. So I, I just think at his price point, he, it's just unnecessary. I'd rather just spend up on Cole, or DeGrom.
1: Yeah, and like Robles, Rendon, Hendrick, you know, Trey Turner's supposed to be back for this game. Like enough righties to make me worrisome of playing Hamels here on a 15-game slate, so... I can be picky today. We have thirty possible pitchers to choose from. I'm allowed to be picky. Um, obviously, the other side of this game, I like Max Scherzer. There's a lot of strikeouts in the middle and bottom of this order for Chicago Cubs. Obviously, he, you know, he can give up a home run, maybe two. Um, but like, this is a spot we could see him get ten plus strikeouts in as well. So I think Max is certainly somebody I'm looking at. Knowing full and well Jacob deGrom is going to be the chalky, you know, pitcher on the slate
0: Yeah, for sure I I think if you are you know, and I do think it's more of a discussion in terms of tournament pivoting on DK on FanDuel where you're getting uh, You know a a $1,200 discount I think it's a little bit easier to stomach playing Scherzer, you know 1,200 in savings can really open it up You'll help you get a better bat or two. Uh, but on DraftKings, man, where it's 11-4, and 11-1, I mean, you have to consciously say, okay, I'm playing Scherzer over DeGrom in tournaments uh, for some ownership leverage. And so uh, I, I like Scherzer here. Uh, you know, I I think, you know, everything's fine. I mean, he's had a double strikeout game here, you know, a couple games ago against Milwaukee. Uh, had seven strikeouts there against the Dodgers in in L.A. He's going to be in, at home. Uh, I think Scherzer could get the job done here against the Cubs.
1: Uh, any Cubs bats that you want to play against him here? Man, I
0: think if you're doing that, I think you're just kind of trying to hunt for one-offs. Uh, you know, Baez can send one out of, out of the park on anybody, but Baez also strikes out against anybody. Um, I mean, he, he's at 30%. He's got a 30% strikeout rate this season. So, you know, if Rizzo's in the lineup, Rizzo would probably be my favorite bat just because, you know, he's got the power and doesn't strike out hardly any. So he would be my favorite. Hayward and, Hayward and Bryant don't strike out as much either, but I, I think I'd side with Rizzo if I had to absolutely pick one bat out of this lineup.
1: Yeah, you know, you'd want a lefty here, but I, I just – I don't see myself trying to pinpoint a home run against Max Scherzer, so yeah, I'll probably pass.
0: Yeah, not with yep. this much offense. Yep. Uh,
1: as far as the Washington bats go, you know I always like Anthony Rendon when he's facing the lefties. Just a guy that's mashed lefties throughout his career. He's healthy. This is a spot that I don't mind him, um, but you want flyball guys, and like he's the guy um, that that has the flyball stuff. So like, this is a spot that I think like Rendon as a one off is really juicy for me.
0: Yeah, man, I I actually have a little bit of interest in Washington today. Um, You know, I mean, you kind of look at the the two through five hitters. You know, to me, they all look pretty good. So, and and, I mean, it's going to be warm out in Washington. um, And I think we saw the effects today, even of what warm weather can do out there. Uh, So, I, I, I think Washington... On a fifteen-game slate, I actually do have a little bit of interest in them for tournament upside.
1: Um, Rockies at Philadelphia. We got John Gray against Cole Irvin. Um, any interest here in John Gray?
0: Man, I, I really want to have some interest in John Gray. Um, you know, I, I know he's going to Philly, but I mean, he pitches in a much worse ballpark than that. Um, I mean, Gray on the season, twenty-five percent K rate, three point seven. XFIP ground ball rate around 50% at 49.2. Uh, ground ball to writings is at 53.8. Um, you know, K-rate K- to writings is at 31.1%. I mean, I really like that when he's going to see McCutcheon, Segura, Hoskins, Real Muto, uh, and, and, and Franco, w- which are, you know, the, the highest ISO guy on his team right now is Reese, Reese Hoskins. I- I've got a lot of interest in gray here in terms of SP2 consideration at At 8,500, I think he's going to be a fine play on this slate. In fact, you know, just kind of thinking through where we think the offense is going to go, I'm really interested in this 8K range as far as playing two pitches on DK uh, or on two-pitcher sites in this range. I think that's going to be something that you can explore for tournaments, especially with the anticipation of the high score.
1: Yep. Um, I always like John Gray when he's facing a pretty right-handed heavy team. And they do have, you know – you know, three lefties that should be in the lineup here, but still more right-handed bats. I just, you know, I worry about gray struggles this season. I worry about this ballpark. He's not my favorite play in this range, but I can completely understand why you would take a shot at him in tournaments here. The upside is certainly worth looking at. Um, you know, Cole Irvin on the other side of this game, Cole Irvin's not anything really, you know, I, I would say he's not really anything like super special. Um, you know, he is a top 20 prospect in the Phillies organization. He's like 19th or 18th or something, but not a big strikeout guy. And, you know, I know he's a lefty, and I know the Rockies have struggled against lefties, and this game's outside of cores, yada, yada, yada. I just don't think he has the strikeout stuff enough to make him in play here against the Rockies.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't think so. Now, I will say this. In terms of price, right, I mean, you look at his pricey seven K. I maybe if you just really, really, really need the salary relief, I, I still don't think I'd play him. I I, I think I'd almost side with uh, like Matt Harvey. No, I, I don't think I side with Harvey. I, I don't want a lot of you guys, but but Jeffrey Rodriguez from from Cleveland, I'd probably side with him before I played Irvin on this slate. So. I think I'm with you. I, I just can't plan. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, obviously looking at the Rockies' bats, you know, Nolan Arenado, one of the top hitters on the slate. Like, it, you know, in Philadelphia, you know, high 70s weather, facing a lefty, like Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, Ian Desmond, the guys that I want to attack here um, on the Rockies' side of things.
0: Yeah, man. I mean uh... – I think Arnato, I mean, you kind of, you've already basically summed it up. The guy's got a. Now, listen, this is only four batting ball events, okay? But what I'm saying is this guy's going to be primarily throwing fastballs, or, or he's 50 50. So 50% fastball, 50% slider. That's just, I guess, to begin this season. No matter how you slice it, he's going to get 50% fastball. And Nolan Aronado's ISO on that pitch—I mean, he's throwing it at 87 miles per hour. That's almost like a changeup, a constant changeup. So I, I, I just don't see how Noah, Nolan Aronado has a bad game here. I, I think he's got to be the top third baseman on the slate. I, I,
1: could, I think you can consider him a top play on the slate, the whole slate um, for me, anyway. Like this is just—it's a, a really good spot for him. Uh, as far as the Phillies go. You know, Harper's been really struggling, and I, I get it. Um, but the upside's still there with Harper. Hoskins has upside, even though Gray's better against righties. I'm not going to go crazy with Phillies here, but those would be the two guys that I would look at.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I do want Harper to get a little better, though. I mean, the, the, the K rate right now, I mean, it's just continuing to soar. He's, at, he's got a 31.9% K rate. Uh, on the season right now. And I mean, he's still going to be considered an elite play on this slate. So I, I think he's in one off consideration for me. I'd almost be willing to stack the Phillies without Harper, especially when I don't think Harper's going to garner much ownership. So, you know, until he gets it together, I, I don't mind taking him as a one off. But even in my stacks, I almost feel like I fade him.
1: Uh, we got Oakland at Detroit, Frankie Montas against Daniel Norris. Um, any interest here in Frankie Montas? No. Yeah, you know, I, I have slight interest in Montas. I, I don't like the price. Um, I don't have Yahoo pricing up in front of me um, right now. But, like, a two-pitcher side, I don't think I use him on a side like FanDuel. But if he's cheap on Yahoo, like, I have interest because this team is terrible uh, against right-handed pitching, and he's better against righties. This team's very right-handed heavy. You know, they just sent down candelario so they added another right-handed bat to the lineup with lugo like you know you're looking at seven righties in this lineup and you know goodrum and stewart are decent hitters Uh, i'm not going to take anything away from those two guys but like montas is a guy that's going to generate a ton of ground balls he's not going to give up a lot of hard contact he's going to potentially roll out some double plays and pitch a little bit deeper into this game i think he's in play here and you know this team striking out as much as they do against right-handed pitching bumps him up as far as strikeouts go. So if he's cheap on a site like Yahoo, I have a little interest. I'm not going to play enough teams where I would use him on on DraftKings, but if you're mass multi-entering, like he's in my player pool today.
0: Oh, I totally get it, man. I, I think if he was cheaper, he'd probably be the SP two on the slate. <laughs> But uh, with him being eighty eight hundred, and I, I just feel like there's some other guys in this range I, I'd rather play more. Like you know, we're going to get to Lucasi and, and, and Jordan Lyles in a minute, and those are just guys I'd rather play over over Montas here. So I, I'm kind of going to going to stay away.
1: Um, any interest in Daniel Norris? No. Yeah, Norris has been struggling this year. His XFIP is pushing almost five. His strikeout rate's under 18%, giving up 80, 82.2% contact, and his average exit velocity is pushing almost 90.5. So not a spot that I'm gonna attack nor- or play Norris, but I do think the the Oakland stack is firmly in play here. You know, we're we're gonna get a lot of righties in here. You know, Olsen towards the bottom, so we don't have to worry about stacking him, but you know, we should get Pender. Canna, Piscotty, Davis, Chapman, Marcus Simeon. like Oakland's certainly a team you're looking at as far as stacking on this slate, especially with that Detroit bullpen behind uh, Daniel Norris.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, Oakland just put up 17 runs today, people, uh, 17. And I'm, I'm not saying they're going to put up 17 in this spot, but they're definitely going to get a shot at it. And so um, I, I think this is one of the top tournament teams on the slate. You know, like, you already named all the guys, man. I I don't have to go through it, but uh, Oakland is definitely a team I have circled. Uh, If I was going to try to condense this slate down and say, okay, I'm going to take five teams and stack them up, Oakland is in the mix. In the mix.
1: Fair enough. Um, Detroit, nothing really standing out to me, Will. Like, Goodrum batting leadoff is interesting, but not interesting enough for me. Like, Detroit, probably a team that I'm going to – Stay away from him on this slate.
0: Yep, give him the big red X. That's
1: right. Houston at Boston, Garrett Cole, Rick Porcello. Um, Any interest here in Garrett Cole?
0: Yes, I do have interest in Garrett Cole. Uh, I I like this spot here. I know Boston has been hitting a lot better. We kind of talked about Max Scherzer being a tournament pivot. I think Cole is a perfect tournament pivot. I don't think hardly anyone will be clicking the poll the cold button against Boston today. Uh, And we're, we're getting another discount. You know, Cole is 300 cheaper than Scherzer. I I really like Cole in this spot here. I know Boston has been playing better. I know the production has been on an uptick, Uh, but Mr. Cole, man, on the season, 38.9% K rate, 2.17 X fit here. Um, He's looking like a he's looking like a primetime tournament target, Stevie. low ownership, high K rate. I, I love this guy in tournaments today in a in a really tough spot against a team that people are afraid of. Uh, give me tons of Garrett Cole in this spot here.
1: Listen, you should be afraid of them. They're very good. Um, hashtag Boston biasy fan um, bias fan. I think Cole is interesting. You know, 40, 41.7% K rate on lefties, almost 36% against righties, like you said, big-time strikeout stuff, 16.6% swinging strike rate this season. My biggest issue is always the same issue when you're facing the Boston Red Sox. They don't strike out. They walk a ton. And it it, it just wears pitch counts up, and that's always my biggest concern when you're facing the Red Sox. And, you know, they, they just have... They they fight, man. They're they're at bats are long, so um, that's my issue with Cole. I love the ownership play. Like he's going to be very low owned for being one of the most talented pitchers on this slate. I'm not I'm not afraid to play people against the Red Sox, but I will say, like when you're looking at a team that this season has a walk rate of thirteen and a half percent, you have to be careful when you're taking pitchers against them just because of pitch count reasons. So. That's my concerns on Garrett Cole, uh, Rick Porcello on the other side of this game. Porcello's been a lot better against righties than he has lefties this season. Um, His ex-fip is still five, and Houston is not your typical right-handed heavy team, so probably going to pass on Rick Porcello here.
0: Yeah, man, I I like Houston. Uh, These guys have been playing out of their minds. Springer, Bregman, Brantley, Correa – I almost feel like they've been playing better without Altuve recently. Obviously, obviously, that's not completely true. But they've been piling up the runs, man. So I, I'm really interested in Houston here as, as possibly a low-owned stat. Um, they're in the mix for me as well. Uh, you talked about, you know, even though the fact that Porcello's had some better starts recently, that XFIP is still sitting around five. Uh, a guy that's going to be throwing the sinker about 40% of the time you know, we, we've got a team that while they have have a, you know, a ground ball heavy team, the contact numbers for me, man, are just outstanding. Uh, this is a team that, that, that I think can pile up the runs out there in Boston. And I am very interested in, in buying them at what I, what I think is going to be low ownership as well.
1: Yeah. I don't mind the Houston stack. Like you said, they've been really hot. Um, I don't mind it. I'm probably not gonna play anybody from Boston today on the other side of this game. I could see a contrarian Boston sack against Garrett Cole, but I just don't see it, even if they get to him a little bit, I don't see them paying off his price tag. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the Red Sox here. Do you have any love on them?
0: No, no Red Sox. I will not be clicking any.
1: Uh Baltimore at Cleveland, Dylan Bundy and Jeffrey Rodriguez. Uh let's start with Dylan Bundy. Uh any interest here in Bundy? No. It's kind of where I'm at too. Cleveland's starting to get healthy. They're starting to get better at the dish. Drop, um, dropped 14 today.
0: It was a high score in early, early slate, man. I mean, these guys were just piling up runs. Cleveland dropped 14 runs today as bad as they've been. Fourteen.
1: Yeah, Kipnis had two home runs. It was his first two home runs of the season. So Yes. Just got to get 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 warmer outside. They get you know that blood flowing. Um, any interest here in Jeffrey Rodriguez?
0: Yes, I, I do have slight interest in Jeffrey Rodriguez as an SP two because of the price. Uh, I mean, he's sixty eight hundred on DK. And listen, when I'm playing a guy at sixty eight hundred, what I'm looking for is around fifteen points. I, I think he's got fifteen point potential here on in this spot. Uh, I I think some of these Baltimore guys will be interesting, but when I'm looking at Chris Davis with a 32.6% K rate, Wilkerson with a 30.6% K rate, Nunez with a 31.4% K rate, Martin 35.2. I I, I get real excited. Now, does this guy have a high K rate overall on the season? No, he does not. But what's working in his favor is the ground ball rate at Uh, 53.2%. So this is a guy that, you know, I, I I really I really like for SP two consideration for the price. Like I said, I'm not looking for 50 points. I think you can get you 15, and I think the salary relief may be worth it.
1: Completely understand. Um, don't mind it if you're if you're looking to you know save some money. I completely can get on board with that. Uh, as far as the Baltimore hitters go it's the same suspects it, it's dwight smith jr it's trey mancini it's you know chris davis stevie wilkerson and, and, and like i don't love baltimore here like I, i'm not gonna stack them if i end up in that price range and i need some some value uh, maybe I look at some of these boston like one through five guys but i don't love it or baltimore not boston
0: yeah yeah i got you
1: um cleveland side you know, we just got done talking about it. Like, you know, it, it was—it's nice, right? Like, you know, Cleveland's starting to hit the ball. Um, they have a good spot here. Then Dylan Bundy, Bundy's really been reverse splits, and he's going to face kind of a bunch of lefties here. So it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. But he's a massive flyball pitcher. Uh, what do you like here for Cleveland?
0: Man, I I just think you know if if you're going to stack Cleveland, I think you just need to take the best hitters, Lindor. You know, Jose Ramirez. I don't care if they moved him down. Bauer, Santana, uh, those are the guys I'm gonna look at here. Uh, the thing that's kind of working in the favor for Cleveland is some of their better hitters still aren't striking out, like Lindor, Kipna, Santana, Ramirez, 17.6, 17.6, 16.7, 15.7. Those are the K-rates, and most of those guys are walking in the 10% range outside of Lindor at 4.4. So I, I, even though you know, Bundy may not have the numbers. I, I still like those guys here. Uh, I, I I think they can get a little bit of Baltimore bullpen going, so I, I, I like the Indians. They're not a top stat for me as far as, you know, upper echelon. We've got a couple other ones that are going to come up, but but I do still like the Indians in this in this spot.
1: Yeah, I like Kipnis, cheap, and Cargo is cheap. Jake Bowers is cheap. Those uh, are the guys we- are, like, I'm looking at, like, let me save some cap let me be able to get my jacob Degrom in there um and and, you know those guys being so cheap like those are the guys i'm kind of looking at in this spot against bundy and you know the good thing about like cargo is he hits a ton of ground balls and he's facing a fly ball pitcher so maybe we see him generate a little bit more line drives in this spot so trust me i never get excited about playing cargo anymore Jacob Degrom against Trevor Richards. Uh, Any interest here in in Jacob Degrom?
0: Oh, plenty, man. I mean, I think he's the cash game pitcher of the day. I don't think anybody's going to uh, dispute that. Uh, You know what? What? What's going to keep us playing pitchers against Miami? Uh, Are they striking out? Absolutely. I mean, they're striking out a ton. But Stevie, there's hardly anybody on this team above a 100 ISO. That's the other half of half of the matter granderson 165 neil walker 151 and alfaro 159 iso against right-handed pitching uh this is what's going to keep pitchers against miami in play so i the ground's just a cash game play man no need to overthink this you're playing cash tomorrow you play the ground
1: yeah and i also want to say i think he's an excellent tournament play too like oh, yeah. I, I think you can play him in all formats here um yeah. but He's my SP one today. It's not close. Um, I hate to say it, but it's really not that close. When you're you're, when you're considering this game's in Miami He's facing this very strikeout heavy team with very limited power. Um, this is a spot Degrom should go out and dominate. Uh, Trevor Richards on the other side of this game. You know, six point oh three xFIP on the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I will say like his swing strike rate's solid when he, when he's not hitting bats, but when he's hitting bats, you know, 52.3% hard hit rate against righties, 48.4% fly ball rate against righties. I'm hinting at one Pete Alonzo, but before I get to Pete Alonso, will, do you have any interest here in Trevor Richards? No. All right. Let's talk Mets bats. <laughs> Hey, I like Pete Alonzo, Well, he, he seems like he's in a good spot here.
0: Yeah, listen, man, I, th- th- the Mets are going on my do not playlist uh, until <laughs> until they can figure something out. Uh, man,
1: did hey, Borcho yard today on the early slate? He, he did.
0: He did. That was nice. The Mets and the Blue Jays. I'm telling you, like, save yourself the trouble now, people. Save yourself the trouble. I don't care. If these guys are going against Shelby Miller in Texas, just don't play them. Just just save yourself the heartache. I'm just kidding. Uh, if They're going to get Shelby Miller. You need to play them, but uh, now I'm not playing the mess today, man. That b- b- bottom of the totem pole for me in Miami. Trevor Richards has not been great, but I just I'm not playing them. Too many other spots. Listen, we got a game coming up that I'm going to be want to talk about for about 30 minutes. I'm gonna have to reel myself in this team. Just forget it. I'm not touching them with a the 10 foot pole.
1: Yeah, I don't mind Pete Alonzo, and I don't mind Cano at his price. Um, Wilson Ramos at his price. Uh, I'm not stacking this team. I would use those guys as one-offs, so that, that's kind of where I'm at there. Um, I have zero interest in the Marlins. That, that's going to be a common theme throughout the season, but, yeah, I have zero interest in the Marlins' bats here. Yep, same for me. Uh, Dodgers and Reds, Rich Hill against against Anthony Desclafani. Oh, um, buddy any interest here in rich hill no yeah i don't really have any interest in rich Hill either oh, this team decent enough against left-handed pitching um do you have any interest in anthony descalfani no i'm guessing you like the dodgers stack today will you know what
0: stevie i'm excited i'm getting real excited because you know we were talking about the fact that we can probably play the in all formats I'm, I'm going to forego my DraftKings analysis. I'll leave that one to you. Stevie, what if I told you you could play three to four Dodgers bats all under 3K on FanDuel? If I told you that, would you not be excited to play them in Cincinnati against Anthony Desclefani? Let me give you the rundown. Max Muncy, catch a first base, 2800. Austin Barnes, 2,300. That's just one guy. If Enrique Hernandez happens to make the lineup, I know Descafani is better, much better against Wrighties. He's 2,700. We get Justin Turner at 3,500. Uh, Corey Seeger hasn't been hitting the ball well, don't care. 2,900. We get Cody Bellinger at 4,500. Jock Peterson at 31, and Vertigo may make the lineup. He is 2,800, and Chris Taylor is 2,300. I can stack up, I can make a Dodgers stack with no one over 3K if I so choose, and they are in Cincinnati against Anthony Desclafani. Can you feel the power? Stack the Dodgers on FanDuel, people, they are too cheap.
1: They're going to be quite popular, too, um, to play devil's advocate. Um <laughs> They're they're in play on FanDuel or on DraftKings as well, but you're not you're not playing Degrom and Dodgers on DraftKings. So you're not. Um, I like it. You know, I, I'm probably only going to play like one team today. Um, my mother-in-law was sick last week for Mother's Day, so we're doing dinner tonight, and we're doing it at my brother-in-law's house out in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's just say I don't have Wi-Fi out there, so I'm probably only going to play one team. And it's really like a debate: Do I play Degrom or do I play Dodgers? Uh, that you know, that's kind of where I'm at. And one of the reasons why um, you know I, I liked Montas was like I could play Luke AC and Montas and and, and stack the Dodgers. So you know, uh, you know that's something that I'm definitely considering. I mean, obviously, I'm considering Jordan Miles. That that San Diego game is probably going to have a really low total. Uh, none of the Vegas totals are out yet, but. Um, Yes, I like the Dodgers. I'm right there with you. This is a great spot to stack them up. Um, Yes, Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, As far as the Reds go, this is where it's tough, right? Rich Hill has really struggled against righties this season. 444 Woba, 356 ISO. And Senzel, Suarez, Puig, Farmer have all been decent against left-handed pitching. We know how good Suarez is. Third base is just absolutely stacked on this slate you could go on fantasy draft and play five third basements today um what are your thoughts here on the reds
0: man i like this whole game uh i i I am not buying into rich hill today give me nick senzel 500 iso to begin the season give me mr suarez 419 iso to begin the season give me mr puig 321 iso to begin the season Hopefully they can string together a few lineups in between there. I, I like this team, man. I, I, I like the Reds here. Uh, they, they did a pretty good job today uh, against a, a guy that I think is better right now in Quintana. It's eight. Is it's projected to be eighty three to eighty three degrees out there with a slight wind blowing out to left to left. I I, I just I think this whole game is in play. Both sides of this game, I think you can make it work. Uh, We've got enough quality pitching in the mid-tier on DK. The bats are cheap enough on FanDuel that you can play upper-tier pitching. I really love this game, man. Excited. This would be my premier game stack of the day. I know we got another game in Texas. I know we got the Braves. This would be my game stack if I was ever going to stack one on this slate.
1: Uh, fair enough. Let's move on. Brewers and Braves, Chassine against Max Fried. Um, any interest here in Chassine?, No. Yeah, I like Chassin against right-handed heavy teams. I think there's enough lefties that I'll pass on Chassine here. And, you know, even for that aspect, he hasn't been, you know, as good as he's been in the past against righties this season. So. Uh, Max Freed, I, I say it all the time. I think this kid's the real deal, but I just don't play pitchers against the Brewers unless they have massive strikeout stuff, which Freed has good stuff, but he doesn't have like 30% K rate stuff with 15% swing and strike rate stuff. So I'm going to pass on Max Freed today.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. I, I totally get it. I think one of the things that, that we may have working in our favor is uh, you know this ground ball rate on Freed man it, it's 58.3 percent to lefties the k rate's 23.6 i i think if you need like let's say you can't get to montas like let's say we're trying to stack the dodgers and we like our bats and we just can't get to montas like i don't mind playing freed in this spot especially if I'm thinking he's going to get the win. Like, if I told you right now you get 20 points out of Max Fried in this spot, would you take it for the price? I, I would. Uh, I, I think he can get the 20 in this spot because I think he's going to get the win. Obviously, we know it's not guaranteed, but I, I think the win is in his favor today. If he can maybe give up a run or two and get five, five, or six Ks, I, 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 I just I, I think I like it for the price.
1: Fair enough um walkie bats um you know obviously you know braun and kane always really good against lefties Yelich good against every everything that comes in at the plate um get another home you know, yeah he just man that guy is just <laughs> on fire uh what do you like here for the brewers
0: yeah i mean you know they, they've got a couple best like you know obviously we think braun is going to make the lineup i mean he's just been a long-term lefty match and i also like grandal at catcher, but me personally, I'm going to side with Freed in this matchup over Milwaukee. Um, I, I I don't want to play Freed just straight up. If I said right now, you know, would you play Max Freed over, over two other pitchers? No, but if I need the salary relief, I think he's one of the better pitchers in this 8K range, which is kind of going to keep me off of the Brewers a little bit.
1: Um, understand that. Yeah. Um brave side of things like freddie freeman's in a great spot here uh austin riley's off to a great start since getting called up just seen better against righties but i don't mind looking at a couple braves here and vogelbach has an in play runs on at bat and he just hit a home run that is so huge for me oh yeah i'm um, i'm doing um self push-ups here um because i I, i'm not getting down and doing real push-ups let's just be honest for a second um what's your thoughts here on your atlanta braves and i absolutely love vogelbach like he's my he's becoming i bought it i bought a jersey he's becoming my favorite player in in baseball i'm sorry jock it's starting to like catch up a little bit you're going from jock to bach all right i went from seventh to second in tournaments so yep yep he's uh right up there yep
0: Yeah, Sorry. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Well, oh, well, give
1: I, me your thoughts on the Braves. Why I um see see what is, what is does uh, Big T say? Giblets? Uh, go see how many giblets that move me up here.
0: <laughs> well, what I think about the Braves is uh, I'm just uh, i I feel like I'm a day too late. I should have played him today instead of stacking up stupid St. Louis against Julio Tehran. All right, now that I've got that out of my system. Uh, This is a great spot for the Braves, man, period. Uh, Freeman, Marcakis. Listen, we don't want to play Ozzie Albies at the bottom of this lineup. Thank you. Let's just continue to get low ownership on Ozzie Albies. He's a guy, if I was stacking the Braves, I'd I'd have him fired up in this spot. Uh, Because I think his ownership is just going to continue to plummet with this bottom-of-the-order batting. And, I mean, he's a quality bat, quality bat. At the bottom of this order, so I'm really excited about these lefties. I'm not as excited about the righties, but what I what I will say is this: Uh, you know, we've got Josh Donaldson with a 240 ISO, striking out a little bit, but he's a guy I would look at. uh, You know, if if you need if you need some salary relief at catcher, Tyler Flowers is going to be available. Uh, If you're stacking up the Braves, maybe he's a guy that you look at. Tyler Flowers is 33. Now McCann may make the lineup tomorrow. He's 4K. Uh, and so I, I wouldn't even mind playing him, even though he would be a spin-up option. I like the Braves lefties here, not as enthused about the righties, but I am willing to play them in a stacking in tournaments because, you know, those would be the lesser home guys.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll run with it. I, I like the lefties. I, I like the lefties more than I like the righties, but, you know, I, I can get behind playing some of these guys, Um it's hot in Atlanta. You know, we, we are getting into those months where it's starting to matter. And, you know, I, I, I say it all the time. And, uh, obviously, I, I use a lot of Roto-Grinders tools. Um, but Weather Edge, it, it's just – it's worth the price of premium. It, it's going to help you so much. P- Plate IQ is worth the, worth the price of premium. Let's just be realistic, Will. Um, <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals at Texas Rangers, Miles Mikolas – It's going to be um, LeClerc and then Sampson as a long guy. Um, Yeah. Uh, Any interest here in Miles Mikolas? No. Um, And I I just – I'm not touching this whole relief thing. I I just – I'm not touching it.
0: Yep. I'm not touching any pitchers in this game.
1: All right, let's talk about the St. Louis bats here. You know, obviously they're going to face two righties, LeClerc to start, and he's been awful against lefties, giving up a ton of hard contact. So that makes, like, Matt Carpenter right off the bat really strong play. And he gives up a lot of hard contact and fly balls to righties. And, like, if Ozuna gets in that bat against him here in this first, like, little stint, like – Oh, he'll I I like both of those guys. Like it, it's really hard not to like those guys. And then we get Samson that comes in the game and will this guy has given up 47% hard contact and has only a 15% six, like 15.6% soft contact. So we're looking at like a 32% hard to soft contact ratio for Samson. Like, this is a spot that the Cardinals stack. I know they burned you on on Thursday, but going into Arlington, 85 degrees at first pitch, on the road, knowing that you're getting the ninth inning, Will, like, this is a good spot to go right back to the well in the St. Louis Cardinals.
0: You already know. Going right back to the Cardinals here, man. Uh, I'm not going to get duped on a 15-game slate. By fading the Cardinals, the team that scored two runs in in, in Atlanta against Tehran. And then today they're going to get basically uh a, a full bull, a, a full bad bullpen session. No way I'm fading them here. Uh Carpenter, Goldschmidt, DeYoung. I like this whole team up and down. They're gonna get an extra bat here. Uh, we've got projected Yaro Munoz. Uh, I think is Harrison Bader still hurt? Uh he he may still he's still banged up. Yeah, so man, I, I was hoping we'd get a little bit of Harrison Bader. He's still banged up. So we'll probably get Yaro Munoz. Uh, but look, man, this whole team up and down, I, I like him a lot. Goldschmidt is 3,900 on FanDuel. DeYoung is 3,900 on FanDuel. Matt Carpenter is 3,200. My boy Colton Wong is 3,100. Man, if Colton Wong bats in that nine spot, you can get a nice little wrap around. Uh, Colton Wong is becoming one of my favorite breakout players of the year. I read an article the other day that talked about him possibly making the all-star team. If it, as it stands right now, I think he should make it. Uh, But yeah, I I, I like the Cardinals here, man. Phenomenal spot. Ball should be flying, uh, ready to fire him right back up.
1: Yeah. I love the stack today. Um, And I know you're not going to be able to do it price like salary cap wise, um but man how juicy would a Cardinals Dodgers stack be today? Like I guess you could do it on FanDuel. Oh, oh yeah. I know yeah. what I'm going to be trying to do when we get off air. Um I'm going to be trying to make me a little I'm going to make me a note, FanDuel stack. I'm going to be trying to make me a Cardinals Dodgers stack on FanDuel. Um 100% going to try to happen. So you guys are welcome. Um it probably they're probably going to stink so it's probably not going to work out but you're welcome. That's what I'm going with here. I love this um the rangers it, side of you can get it done on dk because
0: the cardinals are much cheaper than uh th- than the dodgers but you're not going to be able to play quality pitching all the way through
1: um as far as the texas bats go willie calhoun he is a guy that has just come back up and he's hitting everything will
0: oh god he just destroyed the slate today man uh whew, my goodness I mean, everybody destroyed the today outside of the Mets, so no big deal there.
1: Um, Willie Calhoun, Joey Gallo, you know, I, I'm not going crazy here with the Texas side of this game, but for other reasons yeah. like weather-wise, that we like the Cardinals, like we gotta like some of these lefties, like Miles Mikolas is worse against lefties. He just generates a ton of ground balls, so you want more fly ball guys, which. You know, as they don't have Drubel. a ton of those.
0: As Drubal, Odor, Gut. Listen, I think Mikolas gets lit up here for what it's worth. I, I don't think he's going to go into Arlington and survive this weather. Like, I, I just, Stevie, I mean, so first of all, we've been doing this a long time, right? We see this every year. As soon as it hits 80-plus degrees in Arlington, it doesn't matter who goes in there. Justin Verlander could go in there. and The ball's gonna—it's going to sail right out of the park just every time. And I've just – it just it happens every year. So you got a guy like Mikolas at a 16.1% K rate. I know, like, he's getting the ground balls, but I still think the ball's going to fly out of the park on him a couple times. So I, I, I'm willing to stack up Texas here. This would be my second game stack of the day.
1: Um, all right. We spent a lot of time on those games. Moving on, we got the Toronto Blue Jays, Chicago White Sox, Aaron okay. Sanchez, Ivan Nova – um, you know we've talked a lot about areas getting warmer. This game's gonna be under fifty um, <laughs> a little bit colder spot here. Do we have interest in Aaron Sanchez in this spot i don't I'm not an Aaron Sanchez guy, so I'm gonna let you go first because I don't ever like playing Aaron Sanchez, but I'll let the unbiased will go first here
0: good here's my unbiased opinion. will, are you playing Aaron Sanchez today?
1: no. Perfect. I'm not playing him either. so <laughs> I don't think he, this is a terrible spot for him, but I, I think there's better options. Um, the Toronto side of things, or Ivanova, uh, any interest in Ivanova? That's going to be another no. Yeah, I'll, I'm with you. Um, as far as the Toronto bats, anything standing out to you here?
0: Man, it's, if Vlad looks good here, Smoke looks good, I, I just... I'm I'm not playing them in this cold weather. Like, there's absolutely no reason for me to play any teams in 48-degree weather when I've got six to eight teams in 70 and 80-degree weather. So so I'm just – no way I'm playing anything from this game, except pitching, and these pitchers are bad. So I won't be playing them.
1: Yeah, so, like, the Blue Jays. I like Tells. I'm going to keep playing Tells. I I love his upside power-wise. I like Sogard's upside – because he can steal bases as well, um, you know, i I'd like playing those guys and never mind playing Freddie Galvis when I'm in that price range at shortstop. like I don't mind playing these guys, but I just it's so uh, it's so not a stack spot for me. It, it's one of the cooler games on the slate. It's just not a stack spot for me. um, White sox, any white sox standing out to you here against Sanchez?
0: No, I mean, moncada would, would have been my top play but i just i'm not playing anybody in 48 degree weather when we've got eight to you know six to eight other teams in 70, 80 degree it's just not worth it i'm just not doing it just not doing it
1: yeah moncada a perfectly fine play here um you know the hard the hard hit rate is certainly up there for sanchez moncada. Abreu. It's just abreu is just going to be so down on a first base list with all these first basemen. So mm-hmm. I'm going to probably pass there. Um, San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondback, Jeff Samarja against Merrill Kelly. Um, <laughs> roof roof open. Um, any interest in Samarja?
0: Man, I feel like I've done this all night. No.
1: Uh, it's just not a great spot. Roof open. It's going to be hot. Like, <laughs> hard pass for me too he's he's been struggling massively with lefties this year and this is where we're starting to get to the time of the year where i start looking a little bit more towards this season stats we're starting to get a little bit more data and man his xfip and everything he's just been really bad against lefties so i'm gonna pass on him as well merrill kelly i think is is a fraud I, i don't think he's good at all like i i never play the giants and you know, I, I don't mind playing them on the road sometimes, but I'm definitely not playing Merrill Kelly. No,
0: I, I don't think it's worth it, man. I mean, he's gonna be in the same environment that uh Samarja's in. Just just not worth it.
1: Um, as far as the Giants bats go, if the lineup comes out and there's some cheap bats in here, I don't mind looking at the cheap guys. Um but like I was looking at it just now, and there's not a lot of cheap bats. That you know, that's the biggest problem here. Um, Got to see if Brandon belts back in the lineup. Brandon Crawford's 3200, and after his like kind of slow start, he's been hitting the ball a little bit better. Um, he has two home runs over the last nine games after not hitting a home run all season. So he's a little interesting at that price. But kudos to DraftKings for pricing up um san francisco going into arizona in in this spot i I like it i I like when we get some value but i also like when these guys are expensive so you know steven votes 3800 you know like good job pricing those guys up
0: yeah for sure uh he's he's definitely a guy i'll be looking at
1: um any interest here in
0: arizona oh man all day been waiting to pull out my recent trend stevie Haven't really pulled that stat out at all on this podcast. Here we go. Jeff Samarja, last couple of starts here. Stevie, average distance, 263. Average exit velocity, 94 miles an hour. Average fly ball rate, 60%. Average hard hit rate, 39%. Line drive rate of 17%. Everything's up right now for the shark. Uh, He's going to be a shark out of water in Arizona. I, I'm thoroughly interested in the Arizona Cardinals. And if you're talking about sneaky stacks, I don't think this team will get any ownership on a slate like this when you've got the Dodgers, when you've got Cincinnati, when you've got Texas, when you've got St. Louis. I, I mean, man, I really like Arizona here. I think this would be my stack of the day that if I said, okay, I'm going to fake that every every team that I thought would be high owned. This would be my go-to spot, man. Love these guys. Uh, if you go to FanDuel, they're pretty affordable. Christian Walker, 3600 Uh Wilmer Flores, $2,500. Eduardo Escobar is expensive at 41 but I don't mind playing him here. Nick Ahmed, 28 Peralta, 39 May not play. We'll see. Keitel Marte, 3600 Dyson, 33 Adam Jones, 35 If you go over to DK, guess what? These guys are a lot more expensive. FanDuel has all these good teams priced down today. I really like the Arizona Cardinals. I think they're one of the top stacks of the day.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Peralta should be fine. He should be back in – you know, they got the day off after he left the game early, uh, so he should be back in there. I I like Arizona. Um, I don't know where they end up on my list today. You know, when I'm looking at this slate and I'm just looking at an overview for this slate, they're right up there. You know, I think they're right up there, but like they're behind the Dodgers and they're definitely behind the Cardinals right now for me. So like where do they fall as far as like Texas and stuff is something like I I have to do like my full-on research to figure out where I want to be. Royals and Angels, another team that's interesting, you know, Brad Keller against Matt Harvey. Um, Any interest here in Brad Keller? No. (laughs) No. <laughs> I not get I'm sorry,
0: it, it's just man it's just, this
1: lineup is it's a lot good. better with Otani in there for what it's worth, like yeah. you know, adding another lefty Calhoun's been hitting the ball better this year, with Stella, like they and like i I don't want to play a pitcher on a fifteen game slate that has a seventeen percent strikeout rate with a fourteen percent walk rate, so um, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I can't do it, I can't do it,
0: I mean, I mean listen, kudos to the angels, man. I think we start the season thinking this team may be bad, and you're looking at it now and you're saying, man, you know, if Mr. Upton comes back and he can lower his K rate, they, they might have an all-star squad out there. So kudos to them.
1: Um, Let's see, Will. Um, I'm guessing you don't have any interest here in Matt Harvey.
0: Oh, heavens no.
1: Uh, let's talk some bats here. I don't know if I want to stack Kansas city against Harvey. I, I think, okay. So let me, let me start this off by saying something else. I think you can stack against Matt Harvey anytime you want. Um, but on a 15 game slate, I struggle with stacking against Harvey, um, because he is better at holding on runners and, you know, we want the speed upside, but like, we still get some cheap bats here too. You know, Nikki Lopez, you know, Alex Gordon and Solaire have the power upside Hunter Dozier. I'm looking at these power bats. If I'm stacking here, like, that Gordon, Dozier, Solaire, O'Hearn foreman that's, like, at the middle, bottom of this order is is really juicy here when I'm looking at, like, you know, a, a different kind of stack for Kansas City. Yeah, man. And listen,
0: I, I feel like I talk about this guy every time we're on the, on the on the show. But can we just give it up to Alex Gordon for just crushing this year so far? Like, I keep expecting him to fall off, and he's just not doing it. He's just continuing to crush the baseball. He's continuing to not strike out. I mean, he's, he's literally become one of my favorite one-off plays because I feel like I could just plug him in and get double-digit fantasy points with upside for upper double-digit fantasy points every time I roster him. If I was going to play anybody from this team today, it would be Alex Gordon for sure. Uh, just, I, I like what he's doing at the plate. Uh, Hunter Dozier as well. I mean, he's right there. But but Gordon's got a slightly lower K rate. Um, I, I like these guys, but I do think Kansas City is kind of on the bottom of my stacking list. I, I like these other teams better. I would definitely play Arizona over Kansas City. But listen, people, it's, it's been Matt Harvey day for me for a couple years now. He He has been slightly better, but I'm still not afraid to pick on Matt Harvey. I do it with Alex Gordon in this spot.
1: Yeah, and Nicky Lopez. Nicky Lopez 3300 is an excellent pivot off of um Kipnis and Cano. Like you know, you're you're not paying up on this slate. You're not you're not paying up at second base. Um second paying up at second base today would obviously be super contrarian for what it's worth. Uh if you want to play up for like a Marte or somebody, um it, it will be contrarian today uh, because there are a lot of cheap, good second base plays. So, um, angels side of things against Brad Keller. Like they're interesting as far as like La trout, Otani Calhoun. But again, like where do they end up on your list today is kind of, is kind of where I'm at on them. Like, you know, you could play Mike Trout pretty much any day you want. But I I, pr- I probably play him a lot less than most people just because of the price tag. And, you know, he he's always going to have ownership.
0: Yeah, yeah. La Stella is definitely on the outside looking in for me. Uh, I mean, the Angels. I'm looking at La Stella. So, first of all, Tommy La Stella is 4900 Now, his recent production, has it warranted that price tag? Maybe. Probably so but I'm not playing 4,900 for Tommy and the Stella. Just, let, just stop it. Okay. Uh This team is kind of priced up. So I, I'm just, I, I'm not going to play the angels, but I'm also not going to be playing Brad Keller. So that, that's where I'm at on this team.
1: Perfect. Cause that's where I'm at as well. Moving on. Minnesota twins, Seattle Mariners, Martin Perez against Marco Gonzalez. Um, Any interest here in Perez?
0: Stevie, I, I wanted to have some interest in Perez. I wanted to see if I could ride the wave with all of these good starts. He's cranked out for us here recently. And I looked at some recent trends and I said, mm, can't do it. So I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to play Perez.
1: Anytime the Sierra and XFIP push a little bit more than a run higher than the ERA, you got to start looking into why. Um, Martin Perez is, is a massive fly ball guy. Remember this because it's starting to get hot. I don't know if it'll matter as much today in Seattle, but when we start getting it a, a little bit hotter, you know, Martin Perez has kind of shifted from a massive ground ball guy, you know, to this fly ball guy. And when we look back at like 2017, this dude had almost a, a 55% ground ball rate, and his fly ball rate was around 22%. And if these trends continue. <clears throat> this season then when it starts getting hot i'm going to stack so much against martin perez um i do not like him in this spot there's too much power in the seattle lineup for me to want to play him there's a ton of strikeouts here but it's not like he has a big strikeout rate against righties where he can overpower this team so i'm gonna pass and i'm gonna pass on marco gonzalez on the other side of this game because he's a pitch to contact guy that could pitch well in this game against a team that doesn't strike out very often on a 15 game slate um i'm gonna need more than 10 to 15 points from marco gonzalez today um at his price tag uh, and and i just can't do it
0: couldn't have said it better myself
1: um let's talk bats like I, i don't love a lot here will um You know, Miguel Sano's back and we know how good Miguel Sano, like how how much power Miguel Sano has just in general. He struck out a ton against left-handed pitching last season in 81 at-bats. But if we go back to like 2017, his last real like healthy season, he had a 314 ISO uh, against left-handed pitching. So we know the power upside is there. What are we doing here with the Twins? Oh man! I really wish they'd stop scoring. By the way, yeah, <laughs> and, and,
0: and and you know, I'm sorry. I don't. I knew this was going to happen, too, Stevie. Like I knew when the game when it was kind of low scoring early on. I said Minnesota and Seattle was about to break the slate, and sure enough, last I checked, wasn't it like 10-8, 10-7?
1: to
0: six? Okay, so yeah, so eleven to six now. Just anyway, uh. I like the Twins here, but I, I'm not going to play them today. I do. I, I don't think they'll they'll hang a number on Gonzalez. Like I think they'll score a couple runs, but I don't think it's going to be some slate breaking performance where I'm going to need these guys. Unless one of them hits two home runs and, and against Gonzalez, I highly doubt. So I'm going to be fading the Twins today.
1: You know, you can make a strong argument for CJ Crone at 3800. Um, oh yeah. That price is really fair for him. He's a guy that has the power upside to be a difference maker. So if you want to take a shot on him, I don't hate it. Uh, as far as Seattle bats go, it's the same suspects. It's Haniger. It's Domingo Santana. It's E five. It's Healy. Um, you know, you want to target the guys that have been good against left-handed pitching this season. With you, hundred percent. Uh last game we got Pittsburgh at San Diego. Jordan Lyles, Joey, Lu KC. Um Lyles here going back to San Diego. Any interest in him in this spot?
0: I actually don't mind Jordan Lyles, I man. I know we've been kind of writing off a lot of pitchers, but uh Jordan Lyles is a guy I don't mind. Uh I, I think he can be just good enough. I think he's kind of in the same category as maybe Frankie Montas. He could get you 15 or he could get you 20. And uh So that's kind of where I'm at with Lyles. He's definitely in consideration for me at 8,100.
1: Yeah, you know, obviously, I I think he's worth a look uh, on this slate, um, just considering his price. So he's certainly worth a look, um, you know, against a very right-handed San Diego team. And, you know, we know he's better against righties, so... You know, Greg Garcia doesn't really scare me. Eric Hosmer doesn't really scare me this season either. Um, He's been a guy that, you know, has kind of just fallen off big time. So 210 Woba, .095 ISO against righties this season. So Lyles Lyles has been a lot better against righties. Um, And on the other side of this game, Joey Lucchese, we know how much this team stinks against left-handed pitching. I like Lucchese a lot here. They're going to roll out Frazier. They're going to roll out Polanco. They're going to have these lefties in there and, like, it's just, it's going to hurt them. And Eric Lauer pitched a really good game uh, on Thursday. I, I know it's not going to show on the stat sheet because of that fifth inning, but like he was cruising to where he was going to throw seven really good innings. And, you know, it's hard not to like Joey, Joey Lucchese here um, against this Pirates lineup.
0: Yeah, man, I like him. Obviously Luke casey has got uh, a much higher K rate than Eric Lauer. And while it's not jumping off the page at us at, you know, 28 to 29 percent i think 22.2 percent is going to be just fine on the season against this team that has really struggled against left-handed pitching so far so i'm enthused the other thing stevie that i know we always kind of talk about with the pirates is not only are they not performing well against left-handed pitching their iso numbers are almost as bad as the marlins they've only got a couple guys you know above 100 iso so i i'm really interested in Luke Casey, you know, as, as many pitchers as we've written off on this slate. It's kind of like we talked about. This 8K range is just jam packed with, with fantasy goodness, you know, gray free, Luke Casey loud. So, you know, those are guys I like. Luke Casey is definitely my top play in the 8K range on this slate for sure.
1: Yeah, wait to see Luke Casey's price on FanDuel. Uh 6200 today um against Fire the Pirates.
0: Up, Fire him up, load up the big bats all of the day but really you might not even need him on fan do with, with without the pricing is you can probably get you know a cold shirts of the grom in there and, and still function just fine especially if you Price? like the Dodgers.
1: yeah pricing is a little weird over there for sure today so um be really interesting like you can build really good lineups over there just messing around for a few minutes so um, it'll be interesting to see how it works out over there on FanDuel. Let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, Will, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today?
0: Oh, man. Uh, God, I was hoping Luke Casey was going to be there. Can we use FanDuel pricing? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm sure, oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, man, I'm going to go a little off the board today. I'm going to take a guy that's that's pretty cheap that I really like in this spot uh, give me Jeffrey Rodriguez, man, against Baltimore. I-, I like him today.
1: Took my guy. That's who I was going to take too. Um...
0: <laughs> uh, so, so, do I have to get fired and rehired again?
1: Nope, you didn't take Vogelbach. You're fine. Um, <laughs> you know, a guy that the guy, a guy that should get some strikeouts here. Like, he's not going to go out and dominate this game by any means, but he should get strikeouts in this spot. Um, is Trevor Richards? I'm going to take Richards, just, you know, ballpark, strikeouts. He's a, he's slight. He you know, more, the more I think about it, the more I think he's slightly interesting in this spot because he's a guy that can go out and give up a bunch of um, home runs. But you know, those obviously decline when he's at home and he's a guy that can rack up strikeouts. Like he's a guy that can get five, six, seven, eight strikeouts here. So. The more I think about Trevor Richards, the more I don't think he's the worst play on the slate, um, considering all the other pitchers. Especially against the Mets. Um, over 8K, not to score 15 points. Who's your bust?
0: Give me Rich Hill,
1: Rich. I knew you were going to take that.
0: <laughs> hey, my next guy's going to be in the same game, so take your pick. I don't think he's gonna um, 15 today.
1: I'm going to say that... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that uh, Perez does not score 15 points today. I'm going to take him as my bust. I see uh, Will, your expensive home run, who do you want? Oh, man, there
0: are so many expensive home runs. I got to stay on brand here, man. I, it's easy for me to take this guy. I'm going to take somebody else. Give me Mr. Suarez, man. I like Suarez today.
1: All right. I'm gonna take Jock Jams. Uh you guys can hashtag it. Um I'll see it once I um get service back. Um under 4K to get two hits. Who's your cheap guy to get two hits today?
0: <sighs> there are so many, man. I, I think I think we just gotta go. I think we gotta go with Mr. Calhoun, man. He's raking right now.
1: All right. Alright, so I originally was gonna take Nikki Lopez. I was originally gonna take Nikki Lopez. Uh, I do think Nikki Lopez has a really good chance to get two hits today. But I'm gonna shift gears and I'm gonna take Steven Piscotti because I, I like his price tag. I did not realize that he was thirty six hundred uh facing a lefty on the road.
0: And they always do this to Piscotti, you know that, right? Like he's always like the cheapest out of this 3K group. Like sometimes he'll be less than like Loriano, which trips me out. He'll be less than Pender from time to time. And uh, when it's like that, I'm like, man, like, look, Chad Pender's 3,500 today. Piscotty's only 100 more. So I'm with you, man. I I like that call a lot. Love that.
1: All right. Give me a stack to score six or more runs, Will.
0: My goodness. I'm going off the board. This is my off-the-board stack that I talked about. Give me the Arizona Diamondbacks. Give me the Arizona Diamondbacks.
1: Yeah, obvious answers are the Cardinals and the Dodgers. Um, yep. No doubt about it. Uh, those I would those would be my first two picks. But I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Oakland here. Um, I, I like Oakland on the road against Daniel Norris. Uh, sneaky stack. I'm gonna be loading up on the Dodgers. Uh, let let me just make that very clear. I'm gonna be loading up on the Dodgers and the Cardinals today. Um, and, and like I, like I said, I'm not playing a ton of teams, so I can approach this slate with I'm just going to take a stand. And one of the stands I want to take is the Dodgers and the Cardinals. So that's going to wrap it up here. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here for the weekend? Nah,
0: man. Let's have some fun, people. Let's load it up.
1: All right. That's going to wrap it up here for Friday edition of the Morning Grind. appreciate you guys listening each and every day. Uh, Hope you crushed on this Friday slate. We'll be back Monday. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.